0: Hi everyone, this is Bernie Rhee, it's Sunday, April 5th, um, and this is another episode of Intro to Zen Online. Um, For those of you who are Williams students, faculty, um, or staff, today is the day before uh, we um, come back officially to classes. after our uh, unexpectedly early and long spring break um, because of the pandemic, and so um, just be thinking of you all uh, as we all make the plunge into remote teaching um, tomorrow and this coming week, and I just um, I wish wish you all the best. Um, It's to kind of honestly hard to imagine um, what what it'll be like, um, and and it's hard to imagine all of us um, you know, diving into coursework um, as the pandemic rages around the globe um, in our communities and around the world, um, and yet. I suppose we must, and we'll just do the best we can, but I think um, please be gentle with yourselves and with each other, because um, in in a way I think school, the structure of school intellectual work, thinking, writing, reading, studying, um, has the potential to provide um, a refuge of sorts from the chaos around us. At the same time, I think there is no way to truly tune the suffering of the world out. And indeed, I don't even think it would be a good thing if we could do it um, to be able to tune it out. So, um, so it will be there you know, as part of our reality as we continue on with our lives. Um, and for some of us, as is already the case, um, the pandemic won't just be in the news out there, but we'll be hitting quite close to home, perhaps even in our own uh, extended or uh, even immediate families. And so um, so just all the more reason to be gentle and compassionate, understanding with ourselves and with each other um, as we just do whatever we can to make it through the coming weeks and months. Um, So I think there is a lot of um, not just anxiety, but grief in the air, in the world, in our communities, and in our own selves, in our bodies, in our hearts. And today's meditation will be... um, a mindfulness of breath, and sounds, practice, but one which is um, intended to begin to soften um, the area right in the center of her chest, uh, which I sometimes refer to as a heart space, but it's um, right in the middle of... um, your breastbone or sternum, Um, you know, approximately just uh, right in between your two nipples. Um, And um, it's the place where I think we feel both um, kind of the energy of love most intensely, but also the place where we store um, much of our grief. So when we feel deep grief, Um, the kind of sadness and sorrow that can make us wail. Uh, It's that that heart space um, that can be the center of where we feel that energy. And some meditation practitioners call this spot, not just the heart space, but also the grief point for this reason. It's a place where grief, the energy of grief can be focalized. So I think um, sometimes that grief can feel raw and tender and aching. And sometimes that place can feel armored and hard um, as we, I think, um, try to wall ourselves off from the grief that we worry might overwhelm us. Um, that's a very natural kind of response. It's one I've I've used often throughout my life, where, you know, I'll feel a kind of sadness swelling up in the center of my chest, and um, in that grief point, and um, and it will immediately be kind of encased or um over with a hard shell. Um, And, you know, there have been stretches of my life where I think that hardness will be kind of just the baseline condition of that grief point, the heart space, um, where it will be a kind of standing response to a kind of suffering that I just refuse to allow myself to feel. I think um, this is not an idiosyncratic response on my part, but one that uh, many, many people employ. And so, um, so in general, in these meditation practices that I've uh, been offering, we will follow the breath and the nose, and today we will begin by following the sensations of the breath and the nose. But we will, at some point, not too far into the meditation, move our um, awareness into the center of the chest. and. Um, it might be good actually for you to take a moment and to use, um, you know, your, your second and third finger or your thumb and just press a bit into the center of the chest just to, 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 to locate this heart space. And it, it's not going to f- necessarily f- feel um, some special way, though some people will sometimes feel a very aching, tender when they press into the center of the, of the chest, the heart space there. Um, but just to just sort of like proprioceptively, you know, in your inner kind of um, bodily awareness just to feel where that spot is so that when I direct your awareness to that place, the center of your chest, your heart space, the grief point, um, you'll have a, a uh, inner subjective sense of where to direct your, your awareness um, at that point in the guided meditation. Um, And the practice at that point will be nothing different from what we'd be doing. It'll just be to feel the sensations there that are associated um, with the breath. Uh, And over time, with each breath, let your awareness of those sensations get just a bit more granular, a bit more textured, a bit more detailed. and just to, to keep your awareness there. And um, I think each of our experiences of falling the breath in the center of the chest will be different based on, you know, how much tension we characteristically hold there, how we're feeling today, um, how we've been feeling in general um, recently, you know. Um, and so uh, there's no particular way it should feel, no particular way it will feel for each of us and, um, and that's just right, right, because of course the practice is never um, designed to cultivate a particular kind of feeling, but just an invitation to feel how, it, how things feel, like for you at that time um, just to be with what your experience actually is like and then just to sense how that experience may change. As you stay with the breath in the center of the chest, um, you may feel some tightness, you may feel some achiness, Um, and those sensations will likely shift, uh, alter a bit throughout the course of the meditation. Um, if there's a kind of tightness or hardness, or even clenching up in that area, um, perhaps you'll experience a bit of softening. Um, just as you might experience a softening of the muscles of the body, your belly, your chest, as you settle into any given meditation session. Of course, not guaranteed at all. Some, sometimes this doesn't happen, but um, I think those of you who practicing meditation, uh, with me, or in other context for a while, we'll know what I'm talking about. Like, um, as you settle into a sitting, it's not unusual to experience a bit of softening. Um, so, but as this area softens, this heart space, grief point, the center of the chest area, because it is a place that often holds a lot of emotional energy, you may experience a kind of release of emotions, um, which you might call grief, sorrow, sadness. There may be other ones too. It could even be some frustration or anger that, um, that accompanies the grief or, or coats that grief over, right? Um, often we can uh, clench up around a sorrow or sadness that we feel. And in a way, um, protect ourselves from that—the core sadness—by feeling a kind of anger around it, right? Um, So, in any case, this is just not to predict or to engineer what you might feel as we direct our awareness the center of the chest, but just to say, if you feel emotion being released as you bring your awareness to this area, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, um, it could be a really important thing to allow to happen, because um, it would be, as I've said over and over again in these recordings, the most natural thing for us to feel grief and sorrow and sadness in the wake of what is going on in the world. Um, And in fact, it would be unhealthy for us to suppress or bury those feelings. Um, Some of you who um, are relatively new to meditation or who have come to meditation thinking that this practice is um, supposed to make you feel calm and peaceful, Um, and it's about getting away from unpleasant emotions. Some of you who have these kinds of attitudes may wonder, why would I want to open myself up to emotions like grief or sorrow? Um, Why would I do something that has the potential to release um, these kinds of emotions? Isn't the point of this practice to not feel bad, but actually to feel better. Um, And I would actually say that in the biggest picture sense, yes, this practice is about feeling more open, right, Um, more equanimity, more calm, but actually the path to that calm, the equanimity, is through whatever the reality of our experience is. And if we are repressing or suppressing any emotion, no matter what it is, um, and it's not just grief, it's not just anger, but any emotion, if we suppress it, um, we are cutting off a part of ourselves. We are throttling, restricting a part of our energetic experience, right, our emotional experience, and any time you cut off, constrict, throttle any part of your emotional reality. Um, you will cut off um, the potential to feel positive emotions, positive energy as well. Um, so please remember that you know you can't just pick and choose. Oh, I just don't want to feel bad; I only want to feel good. Well, if you limit how much. Um, unpleasant, quote-unquote unpleasant emotion you feel, you will also be limiting how much quote-unquote pleasant or positive emotion you'll feel as well. Um, The true path to joy, genuine joy, genuine happiness, genuine calm and equanimity is to move beyond these labels of pleasant or unpleasant, good or bad opening ourselves up to the full range, the full spectrum of our emotional lives. Um, So whatever grief or sadness we may be feeling, the more we can open ourselves to that, let it in, the more joy, happiness um, will also... Open ourselves up to as well. So um, it's about wholeness, right? It's not about picking and choosing. Um, I want this inner experience, but not that one. As soon as we engage in that game of picking and choosing, wanting this but not that, we are creating inner division. Um, we are alienating ourselves from our, our inherent wholeness, and for and. We are therefore alienating ourselves, cutting ourselves off from any possibility of genuine peace and joy. We can only come by accepting the full spectrum of who we are. Um, And to use meditation to pick and choose, to want to only have the pleasant experience but not the unpleasant is just to use meditation as a form of self-aggression. But in truth, this practice of meditation, mindfulness, is ultimately a form of non-violence, ultimately a form of acceptance and compassion for all of what we are at any given moment. And if that includes grief and sorrow, that includes grief and sorrow but once we can let the grief and sorrow in rather than clenching up around it fighting it, resisting it once we let it in we will be able to experience how it grief sorrow are actually um, bound up with our ability to feel joy love kindness, compassion all of it goes together. Um, and then the grief doesn't become just this negative experience which we're trying to push away, which we uh, clench our minds against, clench our hearts against, um, but something that can float in a bigger space, a bigger spaciousness, which is characterized by love and compassion. and It's hard to explain, but the grief can become the gateway, the connectedness. Um, When we cut that grief off and we try to push it away, then we isolate ourselves, we cut ourselves off, not only from parts of ourselves, but from the rest of the universe. When we open ourselves up to the grief, allow ourselves to feel that tender ache, it actually opens ourselves up a deep natural inherent connectedness to others because part of what we're feeling is a sorrow for all the suffering of the world um and so please don't cut yourself off from that connectedness um that connectedness is how healing happens um This inner healing, which is part of the healing that the world needs right now. I'll also say this. Insofar as you are unable to tolerate negative emotions in yourself, like your own anxiety, your own grief, or whatever it may be, you are likely to discover that you are unable to tolerate those emotions in others. What sets you off in yourself will set you off when you see it in others around you. So the more you can be compassionate, accepting of these emotions or experiences in yourself, the more you'll discover that you are able to accept, truly accept and acknowledge these emotions in others. And so it's not just about healing yourself, but it's when you interact with those around you. Can you interact with them? Can you engage with them in a way that makes them feel that their own pain, their own suffering, their own sadness, whatever they may feel is actually okay? Because if you're actually pushing that grief, that sorrow inside you away, or the anxiety in you away, if, if the, your own anxiety makes you anxious, if your own grief and sorrow makes you anxious or angry or whatever it is, when you clench up around that within yourself, you will likely react that way when other people approach you with their own grief or sorrow anxiety. And you will not only Be unable to make those people you interact with feel seen and acknowledged and loved and cared for, but you will actually perpetuate the suffering they're feeling. And you'll actually just sow more suffering, the seeds of further suffering. So it's a choice, right? This isn't, um, can you be an agent of healing, not just for yourself, but for the world? They go hand in hand. That's the beautiful thing about this practice. The more you can accept about things within yourself, the more you'll be able to accept them in others as well. Um, As you learn to care for yourself, you'll learn to care for others. And that's why this term, you know, self-care, I think may not be the best way to describe what this meditation practice is ultimately about, because it's just about caring, caring both for self and others. And actually, partly, because it shows that, that division, that line between self and others is an illusory line. So um, so let's uh, let's get to the practice itself. Um, and it will just be a breath following practice. But after beginning with um, a practice of being mindful of the breath in the nose, move to being a mindful of the breath in the center of the chest, or the heart space, or the grief point. Um, The exact label isn't important, but I think they're all useful labels. Um, And just please, the essence of meditation practice, about assuming what some people call the beginner's mind, uh, a mind of not knowing. So even though I've said everything I've said in order to kind of frame or contextualize or um, prepare you for the potential emotional qualities of the experience of this practice or this session. Now that we're getting into it, it's best not to expect any particular experience. Um, Certain experiences may come, and if they come, um, I I hope that what I've said will allow you not to be freaked out by them. not. to think that something's wrong, not to think that you're doing something wrong. Um, but that's the reason I said this: not so that you know what will come. Uh, always meditation practice about just being in this moment, beyond knowing, beyond conceptual expectations, and just letting um, kind of the richness of how the moment is be what your experience is. Um, it's not about making this or that particular thing happen. So um, so after all this that I've said, it may not be an emotional experience at all, and that would be fine. You may just feel utterly calm and tranquil, and if so, wonderful, enjoy it, right? But if it feels emotionally intense, difficult, hard, then open to that. Uh, as Thich Nhat Hanh said, and as I've quoted him before, the way out is in. Um, just be this moment, and then this next moment, whatever moment you are in, just be that moment exactly as it is, that is always just what this practice is about. Okay, so please assume a comfortable position for this session, whether that's sitting up or lying down. And maybe uh, just take a couple deep breaths, slow, deep inhalations through the nose. And exhale slowly through a slightly open mouth take a deep breath in through the nose and exhale slowly through a slightly open mouth allowing the body and the mind to settle just a perhaps take just one final deep long breath in through the nose and exhale one last time through your slightly open mouth and now just let the breath come and go at its own pace and depth breathing through the nose in and out. Your mouth now closed. Unless of course your nose is stuffy, in which case feel free to leave your mouth slightly open. Before you begin following the breath, just do a quick scan of the body. Just feel Just the sensations in various parts of the body, beginning at the bottom with your feet. Always a good place to start. Just what are the sensations in your feet? Just notice them. Then in your legs as a whole, your knees, your thighs. How about your pelvic area, your buttocks, your lower back, your belly, Do you feel any tension or holding in the belly? Just notice that. your ribcage, your shoulders, how are the sensations in your arms, in the palms of your hands? What do you feel there? in your fingers. And now how about your neck? Can you feel the weight of your head on your neck? Just to end, how about the top of your head? What sensations do you feel, the very crown of your skull? And now that we scan scanned the body, and just gotten a sense of how we're doing, Let your awareness now focus on the inside of your nose. Park your awareness there on the inside of your nostrils and just feel the sensations produced by your breath as it moves in and out of your body through the nose. if thoughts carry away. It's totally natural. Just every time you get pulled away from the breath by thoughts and you realize that, just gently, gently bring your awareness back to the breath. You'll have to do it time and again. Nothing wrong with that. As you continue following the breath in your nose, just see how granular you can make your awareness of the sensations of the breath. Can you feel how the sensations change, just subtly, from the beginning to the middle to the end of it? by moment your awareness of the breath. making your awareness of the breath even more granular is to attend with special care to those moments when the in-breath becomes the out-breath, and when the out-breath comes to an end and then becomes the in-breath. Attend to those moments of transition between in and out breath. Feel how the sensations of the breath feel at those moments. remember that there is absolutely nothing wrong with the mind carrying your awareness away from the breath. It will happen over and over again. Just every time it happens, just notice that. And then gently bring your awareness back to the breath. You're slowly building up concentration, the ability to stay focused on the breath like building up a muscle, but it takes time and patience, and even the most experienced meditators will still have their minds pulled away by thoughts. There's nothing wrong with that. If you feel frustration because thoughts keep carrying away, or if you Notice you're judging yourself because you keep getting lost in thought. Remember, that's just more thinking. Just notice that. And then gently, with as little judgment as possible, bring your awareness back to the sensations of the breath. So simple over and over again. continue feeling the sensations of the breath in the nose, please widen your awareness so that you can also feel the sensations of the breath in the center of the chest, your breastbone area. Just feel whatever sensations there are in the center of the chest as you follow your breath. For some of you, this area may feel tight and closed off, even clenched up. For others, it might feel achy, tender, even raw. And for others, you may feel not much of anything and for others, it might feel warm and open. There is no right way for this heart space to feel right now. Just notice how it feels. And as you did with the nose, just see how granular. How textured you can make your awareness of the breath in the center of the chest. Do you notice that there is tightness or holding or even clenching in this area? Just let those sensations be there, but soften your awareness around those sensations. Don't try to force this area to open up or soften. Force never works on force. It'll just create more tightening up. If you try to push the tension away, instead soften around it and let whatever you feel in this area just be there. Notice how the sensations in the center of the chest shift even if only very subtly throughout the course of each in-breath and out-breath as the sternum and the ribcage as a whole move a bit as air enters and exits the body. Just feel what the sensations in the center of the chest feel like and feel how they change as you breathe. At this point, if you find it distracting to continue following the breath in the nose, feel free just to focus on the center of the chest. But some people find it helpful to have two anchors, breath in the nose and breath in the chest. You can experiment, there's no right or wrong, but if it's distracting, Just focus on the center of the chest and just let your awareness sink further in to the center of the chest with every breath. As you continue attending to the sensations in the center of the chest, see if you can notice how they alter, shift and move over time. Whatever you're feeling, is the experience static and unchanging? Or can you feel subtle alterations in the sensations, moment by moment, perhaps areas that feel just tight and tense, perhaps those clumps of tension. will start to reveal that they're made up of an array of smaller sensations. Can you see, can you experience how the sensations might shift as you continue attending to them? experience sensations or emotions or thoughts that you feel yourself resisting, tightening up against, if you notice that kind of resistance, just notice how it feels. The proper response to resistance is openness. Don't try to blow through the resistance, just approach the resistance itself with softness and curiosity and openness. Whatever your present moment experience is, however it feels, pleasant or unpleasant, welcome or unwelcome, open to that. What you are experiencing is unpleasant, something that you feel aversion to. Can you feel how it can float in a space of awareness that can hold it, let it be there? Aversion resistance don't have to be the last word. Even experiences of resistance, tightening up aversion, even experiences like that can float in a bigger, more spacious awareness. There is room for everything in the heart. room for everything in awareness As you attend to the center of the chest, the heart space, you're not trying to produce any kind of experience. Meditation is never about producing a particular kind of experience. It's about attending with openness and curiosity to whatever your present experience is like, exactly as it is. So just let your awareness of how the center of the chest feels become deeper and more granular, experiencing it just as it is, moment by moment. Experiencing the breath in the center of the chest or the heart space is a powerful practice. I encourage you to try following the breath in the center of the chest at least once in a while and perhaps even as a regular practice for a while. if you feel like the heart is clenched up against emotions like grief or sorrow that you prefer not to feel, this practice over time has the power to soften and open the heart. I'm going to sign off now But feel free to continue with this breath following for as long as you like. Till next time.